すらすでに通り過ぎてたあの飛行機を不思議な怖いに覚えてる意味もないのになぜか不甲斐なくて泣いた日の夜にただ強くなりたいと願ってたそのために必要な勇気を探し求めていた Welcome to Frickety Frack. We do talk back. Thank you for joining us in this episode. Hello, my name is Jeff and I'm Frick. Hello, my name is Patrick and I'm Frack.、Uh, Frickety Frack, we do talk back is a show airing once a week where we will discuss different aspects of fandom and how they relate to the gospel. And so we are going through the first half of the second season of My Hero Academia、uh, and we're going to be connecting lessons from each episode. To teachings in the Bible. And just as many of you are, we're also fans of other things as well.、Uh, and so this is the, the last episode of the first half of this season. I know that's about as clear as mud, but we are going to take a break from My Hero Academia and we're going to move on to something else next episode.、Um, but we're not going to tell you what just yet. You're going to have to wait till the end of the episode and we'll announce what we're moving on to. Uh, we're really excited about it,、um, and I hope you guys will be too. So, it could be、uh, anything from、uh, another anime, it could be comic books, it could be video games, it could be movies, or just about anything else that we're fans of.、Uh, and so, we got the name for this show from our father, who dubbed us Frickin' Frack since we were kids. And as Patrick mentioned, this is the last. Uh, episode of the first half of season two of My Hero Academia. And this episode is entitled Todoroki versus Bakugo. Bakugo walks into the wrong waiting room where Todoroki is thinking of his mother. Bakugo tells Todoroki to come at him with everything he's got. And Todoroki asks, tells Bakugo that Midoriya said the same thing. And he, he follows up with asking him, you know, since he and since Bakugo and Midori were childhood friends, that if Midori was always this helpful, this kind of triggers Bakugo and he angrily leaves, telling him, You better come at me with all you got. I want everything to know I beat you. I want everyone to know that I beat you at your best. The match begins with Todoroki freezing half of the arena with Bakugo blasting his way out like a mole man. Bakugo continues to wow the spectators with his fighting aptitude. While it looks like Todoroki is fighting too simple and possibly has lost his spark a little bit since his fight with Midoriya, Bakugo continues to try and get Todoroki to use his fireside, but Todoroki continues to refuse until he hears Midoriya cheer, cheer him on from the stands. Seeing Todoroki is going to use his flames, Bakugo begins his howitzer blast attack, but the fire causes an emotional distress in Todoroki and he doesn't use the fire. And Bakugo winds up knocking him unconscious. When Bakugo sees that Todoroki is unconscious, he goes up to him and he's upset, telling him to wake up and he has to try harder.、Uh, Midnight ex- winds up exposing a part of her arm to render Bakugo unconscious. Bakugo is declared the winner. The, orbs, the award winners are announced at a, in a medal sem- ceremony. Bakugo is restrained like a fair animal despite winning first place. He is not there to receive his share of third place with Tokuyami as he revealed to both Midoriya and Iraraka that his older brother had been attacked by a villain and that he must leave. Bakugo actually winds up saying he refuses the medal since he feels like he didn't win it the right way. He's wound up giving the medal, anyways, by All Might. Ida visits his brother in the hospital.、Uh, it appears that his brother is not doing well. 
And Todoroki goes to visit his mother, who is in a hospital as well. So in this episode, we, um, well, we we kind of get a good look at Ingenium. Now, I mean, granted, you know, we don't really get a good look at him because he's in the hospital bed this whole time. This is, you know, between this episode and the last one, this is kind of like the most talking he's done so far. Uh, we get introduced to Todoroki's mother uh, or, or her current what, status uh, since she he's she's been in flashbacks. This is um, a current introduction to her, as well as we you know, get to see Ida's mother for the first time. Oh yeah, there's, and there's that too. Yeah, because she was only on the phone last episode. Yeah. So, so yeah. So now, so now, so no real big first character appearances or anything like that in this episode. Um, but I'll tell I'll tell you, and, and I know if you listen to previous podcasts from ours, one of the things that I regularly preach that I love about this show is that it does not drag things out. Um, however, this is the one instance where I will say they should have drug it out. Uh, yeah, because the 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 fight between Todoroki and Bakugo is is brief it's only a few minutes if that it might be a little bit longer but it's not it's not very long in fact it's over by the the half by the first like the halfway point in the episode yeah when they do that episode breakup thing but i'll tell you those few minutes are absolutely spectacular and truly show why Bakugo and Todoroki made it that that far because they were both exceptional. Like they, it, like, am, am I wrong? No, this is it was great. And like you said, uh, you know, uh, they usually pace everything really well. This is, uh, you know, even even reading this in the manga is kind of like they could have, you know, it would have been nice if they had done more with this. But I mean. It, it was also good with what we got. Um, the, I mean, one of the one of the reasons why it probably is so slow because I mean, honestly, they they talk and interact longer in the the waiting room longer than they than anything else. Um, yeah. And so for me, it's kind of like uh, it, this was really to showcase just how shaken Todoroki was Mm -hmm. um and how out of it because you know I would love to see a Todoroki versus Bakugo fight where both of them are at a hundred percent and going at it like that would be a really cool and interesting fight but Todoroki was at best like 60% 60% in that fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, ba- yeah. really, basically, after that first ice attack he does, he's out of it from there. Uh, well, well, what really messed him up, in all honesty, and, and I didn't talk about this on the synopsis, but really what messed him up was he, because there was that one point in the fight where he, it looked like he was going to use fire, but Endeavor, he could hear Endeavor telling him, yes use your fire you know and that just that again he he's so emotionally distraught over his flame because of what happened between him and his mother that it just it shut him down yeah. and um 
so he just he just couldn't do it and so it's and and what's what's really interesting about this fight is that when you compare like some of the stuff that Midoriya said to Todoroki that allowed Todoroki to overcome his overcome his issues momentarily and and you wind up using his fire Bakugo isn't saying a whole lot that's not it's not necessarily a lot different than what Midoriya was saying but the problem is it's it's Bakugo yeah. and his and his delivery and cuz cuz a part of it is too is that it's also the motivation behind it see Midoriya where like when you look at what Midoriya is saying in order to encourage Todoroki to use all of his powers part of it is that Midoriya wants to be you know cuz both and again they're some of it is also they have similar motivations. All three of these guys want to be the number one hero. They want to be the best. Uh, each of them, the, their motivations are different, but they all want to be the number one hero. So Midoriya wants to beat Todoroki because he wants to create a world where everybody feel can smile and can be their best self. And so Midoriya realizes Todoroki is not being his best self. So You've got to embrace your firepower. It's it's yours. It's your power. It's not his power. It's yours, and so that re- that reaches him. Um, and Bakugo wants and Bakugo wants Todoroki to use all of his power, so Bakugo can say he's the best. It's like so. There's no question that like he's because Bakugo is very much a step on your throat and win kind of guy. It's not. It's like it's one of the things that will drive me nuts when watching sporting events, because this will happen sometimes. Like when somebody builds up a little bit of a lead, they'll play not to win, to continue to win. They'll play not to lose, in which there's a big difference for for anybody that is. If you're not, it, maybe you're not necessarily an athlete or or have an athletic history or anything like that. There is a difference between playing to win and playing not to lose. Um, and I'm personally not a big fan of that style of playing not to lose. Um, and so Bakugo is a play to win and he is going to do everything he can to beat you. And he is going to go for the win and it's not going to be, and he wants, he wants there to be no doubt that he was the best. Uh, and so that's one of the things that, so even though he's, so what winds up happening is that even though he says similar things to what Midoriya says, Todoroki, uh, he's not he's not saying he's not telling Todoroki to use his power so he can be his best self. He's saying he's like, no, I need you to be at your best so I can be the best and say I beat you. Um, so it it comes across differently and and obviously it's not as effective because um, Midori is the one that winds up getting Todoroki to start to embrace his fire again in this fight. However, as soon as he starts to use his fire, he flashes back to his mother and just allows Bakugo to hit him and he takes the loss. Uh, so, which mind you very much, very, very much takes off Bakugo. Yeah. You know, Todoroki is, you know, he's interesting in this fight and everything. And, um, and Bakugo, I would define as an all out competitor and um, as well. And so, this is one of those things that um, as we get to know more and more about Bakugo is going to be very 
um, interesting to see his growth. And I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, and it's, it's funny when, you know, we've, sh- we've shared this before about how um, some, you know, there's always someone's favorite character in all of this. And especially later Bakugo, like I understand why then he's someone's favorite character. But up until this point, I'm like, I, you know, it's the same thing with Mineta. You know, I, I'm not putting Bakugo and Mineta in the same category, mind you. For, but it's, I have a similar, you know, when first watching this, I was like, how could anyone like Bakugo? Because his, his deep character growth hasn't really, you know, hasn't really started and, and been developed. Like, he's still very two-dimensional at this point he's not a very deep character um but like i said but we're going to get to parts where he's going to really grow and his character is going to be extremely fleshed out and then i'm like okay from here on out you can be fans of bakugo but right now uh, he's kind of from and once again if you are a fan of bakugo go for it i, I applaud you um sir or ma'am for liking a, a very well thought out and developed character. I, I and I, and I'll even say as we've been going through the series again and and I've I'm becoming more and more of a Bakugo fan now that we're going since we've started doing this podcast and Same just here. going back and especially part of it is because again I I do know, you know, so I've I've seen every episode of the the anime so far. Uh, I have I have also been reading the the manga, so I know what's coming for Bakugo, and so because I know what's coming, I'm appreciating this earlier stuff more. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that so for those of you like my like Patrick or that are not that big fans of Bakugo, it's it's coming. You're gonna Dude. be you're gonna Absolutely. become fans of Bakugo and, and become rooting and root for him because and with what I know of him this fight with Todoroki hits, hits a little harder at home. Um, you know, cause like he, he's so driven to, he's so driven to be the best and he wants to be a great hero. He wants to be, um, he wants to be number one. And so to him, he's, he's seen, it's like, okay. So Todoroki was, like what's what am i lacking like how like you know he's he's seen that Todoroki was willing to use his fire against Midoriya and but then he's not willing to use it against Bakugo and so it's kind of like why uh, it's just like how what am i not worthy of being the number one of, of not am i not worthy of being number one am i not the number one hero um or am i not do I, do I not have what it takes to be the number one hero? And so it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, to me, it's one of those things that, you know, you know, as a competitor, you know, like, especially as a, as a, you know, it's like, you know, as we, you know, we talked about how we swam and played water polo growing up. Um, And I would say we were better swimmers than we were water polo players. So like, so to me, you know, and even even in my older older age, when I would race somebody in the 
you know, if I were to race somebody in the pool, it's kind of like, no, just, just cause I'm a little bit older than you, or you might not think I'm that great of a swimmer. I, I want everything you got. Like, there's no reason for you to hold back against me. It's like, cause believe it or not, I still got a little bit of speed. Um, in fact, I'm faster than some of my kids that, that I coach, um, still, but there, but most of them are like, especially our better swimmers. Most of them still are, are faster than me, but I've, I've raced one or two and I keep up and I've, I've beaten some of them and there's some of them have beaten me. And it's just like, they're the, although the ones that did beat me, they're always a little surprised at how well I keep up. Um, cause speed doesn't completely go away. It's the endurance that goes away. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, but anyway, but anyway, so it's just kind of like, like I could, I totally get why Bakugo is like, you, you see this when he, like, when he goes up to the unconscious Todoroki, you see that he is genuinely hurt. Like he is, he is devastated that he didn't get 100% of Todoroki. And so that's just something that like, I totally understand and appreciate as a, as a competitor. Like I get that. It's just like, you know, if I'm going up against, you know, like when, you know, it's like if I'm going up against other swimmers or if I was playing water polo and I was getting guys that didn't want, like didn't that thought too little of me or too little of our team that they just were kind of goofing around the entire time. I would be hurt. Like I, like that would just, tick me off to no end to the point where it's like, all right, I'm going to make you try now. Um, uh, so I just, I, I 100% empathize with, with Bakugo in this, with this fight and just how much it upsets him. But one of the things too, that I really liked about this fight is that it'd be really easy for writers to be like, Oh, okay. Todoroki has overcome his hurdle. And so now from here on out, when he has uh, when he's coming, going up against somebody worthy, he will use his fire. No problems. That's not how life works. It's like, yes, he overcame a hurdle temporarily with dealing with Midoriya, but he recognized, and this is something he talks about that uh, Todoroki talks about through this episode, is he needs to go make peace with somebody. And it turns out he needs to go make peace with his mother um, before he can really start to embrace his fire side, uh, the fire side of his quirk. And so I, I do appreciate that, like that he just didn't start, he, you know, he wasn't throughout the, the fight, he was using the fire because again, it's like this, the, his fire side, he's been for years, like, you know, these, these are 14, 15 year old kids. So for, you know, I think probably about like 10 years or so, Todoroki has really been, um, he has such a negative association with his flame, the flame side of his quirk that for him to and you and you've seen this throughout this arc is that every time he uses fire he it messes with his head um it 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 does it leaves him shook and so the fact that he that they didn't do the cheap route and have him you know going fire and ice against bakugo um just shows shows me that that was that's it, it's it was actually well thought out that it wasn't cheap for that sake um don't get me wrong i still want a longer fight but i i understand it and it actually makes great character sense yeah um and so speaking of todoroki making peace 
you know, he tells this to All Might. And so this was one of my favorite scenes in this entire episode is All Might giving the medals. Um, so he give the, gives the medals to Tokoyami, Todoroki, and Bakugo. And each one, except for Bakugo, he hugs. And the, the funny thing, I mean, All Might is ginormous compared to these yeah. kids. Yeah, he's, he he's basically these, the size of, yeah, he's the size of the Hulk. Yeah, and he goes in for this hug, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so incredibly awkward. It's awesome. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like that when, you know, um, you know, I've hugged my own kids. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm the Hulk here. I am definitely not. Uh, but it's really interesting when I go in for a hug to hug one of my kids, and they're just like engulfed in me. And they're like, especially the young, my two youngest, because um, they're, you know, they're tiny um, compared to the others. But even, you know, my two oldest, it's, you know, they're, you know, they still kind of, I still have to like hunch over if I, if I don't get down to their level, but if I like hug them, like I would hug a normal person, then yeah, they get squished sort of. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's just really funny. I mean, but my favorite. I mean, they're like the size of your. I mean, like the size of your leg, you know. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. But my favorite part of of this is, this whole sequence is All Might going like such a scary face. He's scared of Bakugo's face. I mean, he's the world's number one hero, and he is being stared down by a fourteen year old. That was awesome. And very yeah. funny. Um, so I, now I have a question for you. I can never fully understand this, but when um, All Might leads them in the cheer at the end, what did he actually say? Because everyone was like, "You're supposed to say plus ultra." This is the perfect moment to do that. You know, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure either. I didn't. I didn't catch quite what he said. Um, but yeah, that was that. And, and it's like they even bring it up. It's like. It's like all my, you know, so they, they showed like the animated booze and, and that sort of stuff. It's like, that would have been the perfect time to say plus ultra. And it's like, but the kids did so well. And uh, so I think it was, I think he said something along the lines of like good work or something yeah, or good great job, job or something. kids or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I can never tell. And I'm honestly, I'm just too lazy to go back to the manga to see what he said um, in the book. Um. So uh, those were kind of the, the points of interest for the episode, um, you know, and because the rest of the episodes are really going to tie into the biblical theme, uh, you know, just, you know, with the great fight between Todoroki and Bakugo, not a whole lot happens in this episode. Um, and, and, our, our, and our biblical theme is from John chapter eight, verse 36, uh, and this is Jesus talking. Uh, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Uh, so in this particular scripture, this is one verse out of a whole conversation that Jesus is having with um, other Jews. And, uh, and it's really, he's, he's, he's really talking about his authority. That's what's really being questioned in this scenario, this event in Jesus's ministry um they the group of people they claimed that they didn't need to be set free since they were sons of abraham um 
And so basically Jesus goes on to explain that they can only be set free through the son, him. Um, and so this verse w was chosen because um, after the festival, you know, and Isaiah even says it in their classroom, it's like you get the next couple of days off from school so that you guys can recover more and heal up and and um, basically kind of get to normal. And so after that happens, you go see um, a, a few of the different characters go back to their home life. Like Midoriya's, you know, is eating with his mom and, uh, you know, he's struggling to eat because his hands are damaged. Um, and so he's having to relearn how to eat. I actually forgot that from the last time I watched this, those, this episode, I forgot he was struggling, um, or I miss it or something like that. And then Oraka meets her parents and gets creeped up because she's like, why is my door unlocked? Um, so that was interesting. Um, and you know, creepy because then, then the mom pushes her eyeball back in. That was weird. Um, I know it was supposed to be a funny gag, but it was not. <laughs> um, and so then, but most important, I think the two people who needed to heal the most after the festival were Ida and Todoroki. And we're going to deal more with Ida coming up. And so we're going to focus a little bit more on Todoroki um, this episode because this is where he starts his healing process. Um, and he is being, this is the process of him being set free uh, because he is needing to reconcile with his mother uh, so that he can get used to his his fireside again, uh, because up until this point he'd been suppressing it, and um, and so that's something important for each one of us to know that our you know we a lot of people have trauma in their past. Some people have it worse than others. You know we think of soldiers and first responders and things like that where they. Um, they have things that haunt them and they have to reconcile that pain that it, that trauma has caused to move forward. Now, I am not a licensed counselor, by the way. So um, how to deal with PTSD, please go see a counselor. Um, uh, that is my best advice I can give you. Um, but I know that that is part of it is, is facing that pain. And so um, Todoroki is doing that in this time. Like he is, he is facing the trauma that he has had with his mother and with his father. And uh, so for we as Christians, we've got this trauma all built up. Some, you know, some Christians can have this, all this trauma built up in our lives that we need to reconcile with, but we can only reconcile with that through the sun through Jesus Christ, who was our intermediary through and sacrifice of dying on the cross for, for us, then raising on the debt, raising up from the dead on the third day. And so that's one of those things that's really important for us as Christians to do is, is reconcile with our past. But we also have to be honest with our past. Um, we can't just be like, Oh, 
I'm good with that. I, I don't need to, I don't need to deal with that. Like you, you probably do. And, uh, but I mean, if you have dealt with it, if you have really done the honest hard work of reflection, repentance and moving forward, then, then go ahead. But if you haven't take this time to look at what is traumatic in your past, what, what sin is back there, what mistakes are back there and take the time to get made right through the sun. And I can't emphasize enough that when it comes to everyone, we all, we all have trauma. Um, Some maybe more than others, but that does not discount the fact that you have trauma that you need to face and own up to. Um, we all have sin in our life. We all have things we struggle with. All th- we all have things that are things that we need to, to get through. There's nothing else to, to take from it. It's to understand that you are not alone in all of this. Everyone, you know, it's like, I promise you, if, if you feel like nobody has gone through the sin that you've gone through, uh, it's, that's a lie from the devil himself. Um, because what he wants you to do is to not, reach out to people to seek out help um, and for you to just dwell in it and bask in it and not ever get a chance to truly heal and move on. That, that is the, that is one of the biggest lies you'll ever be told uh, when it comes to the issues that you're going on in your life is that you're alone and nobody understands that it is a lie. There are people out there that understand, um, and they, there are people out there that can help you. Um, Patrick and I, we both have stuff in our past. We both have sin in our past that we have to deal with. And to really, truly be able to move on, we have to address it. We have to turn it over to Christ. We have to repent and we have to move forward. And one of the best ways to make sure that you continue to move forward is to have people in your life that you open up to, that you talk to about, you seek advice about, you seek advice from, you seek counsel from. Um, it, it's it's part of it's one of the biggest reasons why there's the body of Christ to begin with, is so that we can be there to help each other. And too often what happens is that we get caught up in sin and we decide to remove ourselves from the body and no longer communicate or seek out help. We just, with, we just withdraw because we don't feel like we're worthy to be a part of the body anymore. And that, again, is a lie. That is a lie from the devil. You are intended to be part of the body. The body, you know, if you want to talk about your biology, your body has a built-in immune system in order to help you deal with illnesses and things that are wrong with your body. So it's the same thing with the body. The body is there to be help you, to be a part of you. Is, it, there's an immune system within the body of Christ to help you through these problems. And so when you do not take advantage of them, you are falling into a trap that is meant to make you feel miserable and alone and to not be able to properly heal or get on with your life, to be able to move on from the problems. And so... It's the same thing. It's like all this comes back to when you're trying to deal with stuff. The the first 
and most important step is to recognize that there's the problem and then to acknowledge that the best way to handle it is because Jesus gives you salvation. He cure, he, he cleanses you from all of this and he gives, and he gives you the, and because of him, you're able to have access to the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit can reside within you and gives you this connection, this power to be able to handle these situations, to handle the, handle these problems. And with the help of the Holy spirit, with his help, you can move on through these, these problems and you can connect with other people uh, that are of the same spirit. And, and so it's just, it's, it's so important for followers to be a part of a body. Um, I, I, I can't stress that enough because we're weakest alone. Um, and so if we do not embrace the, the freedom that we have through Christ and the connection that we can make in the body, then, then we're, we're missing out. So Jeff, how would you rate this episode? Uh, I would give, I would give this one a, um, I would rate it higher if the fight between Bakugo and Todoroki was longer, just because it was, even for that, those few, those few minutes that the fight was actually happening, it was great. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I, I, you know, and again, as fan, as a fan of both Todoroki and Bakugo, I wish it was longer. Um, so to me, it's, I give it a 4.25. All right. For, for me, I, um, like you said, you know, I'm, you know, my biggest complaint about the episode is that it, you know, it's the same thing. It, I wish the Bakugo Todoroki fight was longer. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three point five, uh, because even though the you know the fight was good, I wish it had been longer. The character moments there are some good ones, but there also weren't. It wasn't also like and it didn't feel enough um, for me, you know and. Uh, so it's for me, it's like it's still it's still a good episode. The first half of the episode is amazing. Um, the second half is kind of um, so uh, you know you give it a three point five because it's you know it's a good episode. Room for improvement. So uh, right. So uh, before we get to the closing, uh, so as I said in the beginning of the episode, we are going to be taking a pause on My Hero Academia and we're going to be moving on to. Um, uh, a new thing and so all right so i'm going to give you a drum roll and then at the end of the drum roll uh uh frick is going to announce what we're going to be doing and it is one of our first loves all right so here we go here's the drum roll we will be watching star wars a new hope so we're really excited about uh sharing this uh, we're going to go uh, in 30-minute chunks because we're not going to do minute by minute because, one, it would take forever for us to do that. And it's also already been done very well uh, by another podcast. Uh, and so we're really excited to share this with um, you guys. We love Star Wars, um, and we're really looking forward to uh, sharing this with you guys. And so if you have any questions uh, for us about biblical lessons that we talked about in this episode, 
or other discussion, anything ranging from anime, comics, or you get your Star Wars questions ready for us, um, feel free to email us at talkback at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at FricketyF or uh, on Instagram and Facebook at FricketyFrack. Uh, and so know that uh, we love you. Most importantly, God loves you. And so go beyond plus ultra. Talk, I get talk, I get a book, no.